Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome Gorgeous Hero. Wow, I'm honestly so excited to be back recording the Mind Your Hero podcast. I know it has been a minute since our last episode, but truthfully, it has been an interesting last few months, which all of us are very familiar with. Um, It has been an interesting time of navigating through a lot of chaos in the world. And I chose to take a standpoint on really learning and taking a moment to reflect and understand and educate myself on all of the things that were going on in the world, because I don't want to come onto this podcast and share information that isn't going to add value. So I've spent the last few months really diving deep into reflection, understanding spirituality more, understanding a lot of different things and a lot of different mindset concepts even more. And I am back now ready to serve you guys, ready to also provide more information on the the journey that I've been on. And I'm starting off this podcast again with a very exciting episode. So I cannot wait to dive into today's topic. And I would love to know your thoughts on everything that has been going on in the last couple of months. And if you have taken time as well to just reflect and to go within and to understand what's going on in our external world, because there has been a lot of change and change really is the only constant. So it's beautiful to know that we've all been going through change and sometimes it hasn't always been easy for a lot of us. So, and some, for some people, this change for myself, especially I've really enjoyed this year. And I know that might not be a popular opinion, but I've really enjoyed seeing the progress of what has come out of this year. But that is another topic for a different day. Today, I'm so excited to share with you everything I learned by going on holiday and taking a journey through the Kruger Park. So for those who don't know the Kruger Park, the Kruger Park is South Africa's biggest game reserve. And it is just such a magical space. It's it's really food for the soul. And I learned how to truly co-create with the universe on this journey. And I cannot wait to share what I manifested with you and the whole journey that I went on and the lessons that nature taught me. So if anybody is familiar with the Kruger, you'll know that certain animals are not always easy to see and others you'll see more of. For example, Impala, there's not a there's almost like not an hour that goes by when driving through the Kruger that you're seeing a lot of Impala, which are back. And Where we were, we also saw a lot of elephants, we saw a lot of zebras, a lot of giraffes, and a giraffe is actually my favorite animal. And the reason I love giraffes so much is because I truly believe they are my spirit animal. They, for me, represent that you always have to have your head in the clouds, dreaming big, seeing things from a different perspective, 
reaching higher places but you still need your feet to be firmly planted on the ground to ground you and move forward towards these bigger visions and towards these huge dreams and goals that you set for yourself so I love seeing giraffes and saw a really cute baby that was three weeks old seeing a giraffe running for the first time is honestly the most hilarious but gorgeous thing you'll ever see So you get to see a lot of things like that, but then you get to see some pretty unique things. So for example, a leopard is not exactly the easiest animal to come across and neither is a cheetah. And before we left, I said to Lloyd that if we do not see a leopard or a cheetah on this trip, we are never going back as a joke. Obviously, it was as a joke because the last trip that we went on, we never saw any leopard nor cheetah. And the very day we left, our friends managed to see what I then labeled as a mystical creature because I never got to see one in the wild. And this time around, I had set my intentions. I detached from the outcome. I actually practiced intentional manifestation to see a leopard. And not only did we see one leopard, which was my first sighting of the leopard that we saw was a baby, which was a very cute cub. It wasn't a great sighting, but I saw a leopard cub. We actually ended up seeing five other incredible sightings of leopard. And I'm going to talk to you about how we manifested this intentionally. We also saw five sets of lion. We saw two wild dog sightings, which is also super rare and super unique. And the wild dog sightings that we saw also had pups which was super super cute we saw tons of hyena with so many baby pups which was the cutest thing ever and i will be sharing some of these sightings with all of you on instagram so make sure to be following mind your hero on instagram because not only is this podcast going to take you through a journey i've also got a series of content coming out to teach you more about the universal laws and how i just observe them through our journey in the kruger national park So there were a couple of things that I really learned and really observed, and I'll go deeper into all of the sightings because there's one spectacular sighting that I do want to talk more about, and that was actually of a cheetah, but I'll get into that. Um, But it was just amazing to learn so much from nature. So you're probably wondering, well, how did I intentionally manifest these things and what was my process and all of that? So again, I followed my five-step manifestation process, which if you don't know, is your first, first step is that you have to get crystal clear on what it is that you want from the universe. The second step is then that you need to make space for it in your life. The third is that you need to program your subconscious mind in order for it to attract that circumstance into your life. The fourth is that you need to take inspired action. And the fifth is that you need to detach from the outcome. So every day we would set off on our journey and Lloyd and I would talk about the amazing things that we were going to see as though it had already happened. And I remember the day that we saw our first leopard, we actually had spoken in the car like, okay, babe, how are we going to view this leopard? What is it going to be like? And we sat down and we said, you know, it's actually going to be an incredible sighting. It's even going to walk in front of us. It's going to look at us and we're going to just have this incredible leopard sighting. And that for me got me so, 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 so excited. I also use crystal pendulums to help me and guide me. It's something that I use in my coaching sessions and it just divinely guides me with answers and nudges from my subconscious and my intuition. And that day I was also, you know, should we go on the S28? Should we go on this road? Should we go on that road? And it was really incredible because I had these intuitive nudges, which goes into inspire the step of inspired action. 
of what we needed to do and where we needed to be. And lo and behold, on the day that we saw our first incredible leopard sighting, she was lying next to the road. There were a couple, there weren't even that many cars. There were five cars around and she got up, she walked across the road, she stared at us and walked off into the bush and she walked in front of us, nobody else in front of us. And it was exactly as we had put it into the universe. That's exactly how we saw our first leopard together. I had seen a leopard the previous day. That was the cub. Lloyd didn't get to see it. So I kind of didn't want to count that as a leopard sighting because we didn't get to experience this together. But it was just amazing to see how we intentionally stated exactly what we wanted. We felt really good about it. And we were also detached. So we were driving around and I was appreciating every animal that we got to see. It wasn't just about the leopard. It was about seeing the zebras and seeing the impalas and seeing other things inside the bush that were just incredible. And at this time of year, it's quite dry. So you get to see a lot of changes happening in the bush. So this is where I really truly got to experience what's the law of rhythm states, which is that for every season, there is a season in nature, but there's also seasons within ourselves. And for me, I felt as though I had also, I had left an older version of the, the old Kylie behind and I had started to step into the new version. So I have set some very lofty goals for the end of the year. And I'm becoming that person who is an energetic match to being able to receive the goal that I have set for myself. Now, it's a very lofty goal, and I'm not going to share it here yet, but I know I will achieve it by becoming an energetic match to receiving. And the law of rhythm was just so beautifully shown in how certain riverbeds were dry, but the bush in itself was coming alive, so they they do have certain areas where they had burnt grass and there's these beautiful buds starting to shine. So there's certain patches of the Kruger that were so, so green. And it was this beautiful reminder that life was coming back into the Kruger, more renewed energy was coming back. And that's kind of how I felt going through this journey myself is that I arrived really, really tired. I was sleeping sometimes three or four times a day um, in the car whilst we were driving around. But all of a sudden, on the third or the fourth day, that's when I really felt as though I was at one with the bush. I could sense and feel the vibrations around the bush. And you can start to feel when you're about to see something. You can start to hear things differently. You can see when things like animals are in distress. And it was just incredible, incredible to witness the bush like that. So with our second incredible leopard sighting, Lloyd and I had gone and we had gone down a road that I was just feeling very, very cold to drive down. And we were the only car on that road, which was really special and unique in its own way. And we didn't we didn't see too much on the way down. We did see a rhino and her calf, which was incredible because you don't get to see that often. And on our way back, we started noticing animals in distress. So Impala were barking. There were a lot of a lot of weird things happening in the bush. And that's when your senses start getting heightened. So this is when your subconscious mind is taking in a whole lot of new information. And as we were venturing further down, Lloyd saw this flash of a leopard crossing the road. And he made a mental note of where it had crossed. And we stopped in that and 
out of the bushes was this beautiful leopard face staring right back at me. It was beautiful, absolutely incredible. And we got to spend some time with him. It was a male leopard. And it was just incredible to see that sighting because that is a rare sighting, a rare sighting of a leopard that you can see so predominantly in the bush. And all of a sudden, there were a couple more cars that came up behind us and it was half past five and the gates for your campsite closed at six. So we only had half an hour to get back. So we could only spend another five minutes there. But by the time the other cars had arrived, he was gone. You could not see him. It was incredible that we were the only people that got to see that. And that's for me, is the true epitome of co-creating with the universe, of having those magical moments that are once off, that are just so divinely timed. If we hadn't taken that road when we had taken it, if Lloyd hadn't looked at the road up ahead when he had, we may not have seen that, but it was obviously meant to be. And that's why I truly do not believe in anything such as coincidence. I only believe that things coincide. So that was one of my incredible favorite sightings. Another another sighting, the morning, the morning after that, we saw a very similar sighting. I was looking out, I was feeling very in tune with the bush, and right next to us was a leopard. I started screaming. I was like, leopard, 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 leopard. And again, it was a beautiful male walking alongside us on the road, and we were the only car to see that leopard. It was incredible. Shortly after, he disappeared into the bushes. And, you know, once they disappear into the bushes, you, you the chances of seeing them is very, very difficult. So we continued on our journey. And not even 20 minutes later, I saw a sighting that changed so much for me. And it was of another leopard. <laughs> but this was a spectacular sighting. So we had caught wind of a leopard who had made a kill um, on the specific road and we went to go and find this and we arrived at the sighting and there were a couple of cars there waiting for her and we stopped and we spoke to an elderly man who said can you see there's the impala it's hanging in the tree and there were hyenas around and she disappeared but he's going to wait and just see if she does come back so we drove up the road we turned around and as we started as we, as we stopped where the sighting was of the impala in the tree on our way back, we saw the hyena that were there previously. And I just could sense that this leopard was around and out of the bushes, there she came. She was so beautiful and so majestic the way they prowl through the bushes and you could see her face and she leapt up the street to go and finish eating her kill. And again, this is like a, an incredible sighting. You don't see this often. And this sighting taught me so much about myself and I love the metaphor that I'm going to use and I truly believe that this metaphor needs to be heard by somebody listening to this podcast because it's not just meant for me and this is why I was so called to share this information on a podcast. So in observing this leopard, there were two hyenas sitting below eating the scraps. Now I love hyenas. They are such cute creatures and they really are special in their own unique way. I mean, the fact that they are closely related to the mongoose family is also just a little bit bizarre to me. Um, 
you don't quite know if it's a dog or a cat, but it's just this weird animal and they are majestic and they are beautiful and their pups are so cute. They look, remind me of Mickey Mouse. And for anybody that knows me, you'll know that I absolutely love and adore Disney. So in watching this, I realized that in life, I had been the hyena. I was feeding off of people's scraps. I was waiting for things to be thrown down to me instead of realizing the presence that I could be and that I could be the leopard and have that attitude of this is my kill and you will actually eat when I decide. But I hadn't been that person. I thought I was and I wanted to be that person, but I was truly being the hyena in life. And I really, you know, it's not to say that there's anything wrong with a hyena. It has its purpose and it serves its purpose, but I wanted to be the leopard and I want to be the leopard. And this was the whole journey that I was starting to, that was starting to unfold inside of me that I had definitely been a beautiful animal, but it was time for me to level up. And it was time for me to level up to a level that I know will help me achieve the lofty goal I've set for myself at the end of the year. And just what watching this and witnessing everything that was going on. And we stayed there for a good half an hour, watching this leopard devour its food that it had killed the night before. And again, some people might view this as, oh my gosh, that's so cruel. But this is nature. You have to eat. And in order for you to eat, you have to go out and do whatever it takes to get that food. In the wild, there is no such thing as fast food, even though we have a joke that Impala are the McDonald's of the bush because they have these cute little M's on their bums. But you have to go out and get that. There's nobody, a leopard is not going to rely like a hyena does on just allowing scraps or to scavenge in life. It's going to rely on its own power and its own invincible attitude to make sure that it makes that kill. So, that was absolutely incredible for me to see because I have made so many shifts inside myself. I am stepping into a much higher level version of myself. And to see that and to realize that was just such a profound moment. And it was amazing to see again, again, how my internal world was being reflected back to me so beautifully by nature. I truly don't believe I would have seen that if it wasn't in my vibration to see it and witness it as, as the metaphor that I took and the lessons that I took away from that. So that was absolutely incredible. It was just so, so magical to see. We also saw another leopard lying under a tree again. But the next sightings I want to talk to you about were unbelievable as well. So we got to witness a pride of lion getting ready to hunt down an impala, which was just the most phenomenal thing. So there were five lionesses. They were all sitting on an embankment and there was an impala with her baby just below them. And all of a sudden, you could see who the alpha female was. She started sniffing the air. And I was like, oh, my word, we are about to witness a pride of lion take down an impala. And without saying anything, without looking at each other, they all just knew how to form a formation. It was a perfect V for them to take down an impala. And they started prowling and stalking and moving with such agility but to see this for me was once again a reminder that 
there is a connection. There is a connection between us and source. And I'm sure you've had a moment where you have finished somebody's sentence or you've known what somebody was thinking or have you ever had that moment where you were about to call somebody, they're like, oh my gosh, you won't believe I was about to call you or vice versa. And this just represented that idea of idea transmutation between souls, that you can have an idea and without communicating it, you will understand exactly what to do because we are all so connected. And that is the law of oneness. We are all so connected and in our connectedness, we understand what the others need. And we understand what is going on within each other because there's this energy transmission, which is just mind-blowing. It, it truly just blows my mind to have witnessed something like this in the wild. And understanding this concept of how connected everything is was shown to me so many different times. So we were also observing an oxpecker on a giraffe. Now the oxpecker is on the giraffe because it's getting a free ride and it's getting food by eating the ticks off of the giraffe. Now the tick is also getting a free ride from the giraffe and food by literally sucking its blood. But the oxpecker is saving the giraffe from these ticks by eating the ticks. And the giraffe is then being, you know, is allowed to be in a healthier state because this whole circle of life is really happening. The ox pick is getting a free ride, the giraffe is getting a free grooming, and the tick is getting free food. And it's just this beautiful circle of life moment. And everything is so connected. It's just so, so, so connected. And this is what the law of oneness was showing to me. And just to backtrack a little bit, when I was watching the leopard with the hyenas, that was a law of correspondence. Everything in our internal world is a direct reflection of, or everything in our external world rather, is a direct reflection of what is happening in our internal world. So I started seeing all of the universal laws being shown to me. And the last one that I want to say for this podcast was the most incredible once-in-a-lifetime sighting. And this was truly the law of inspired action in full force in so many different ways. So I wanted to treat Lloyd just to say thank you for such an incredible holiday and take us on a night game drive on our last night. We had been on one previously and we had saw, seen so many amazing sighted we, sightings. We saw genets and civets and um bush babies and lion and it was just the most also the most incredible sunset I think I've ever seen in my life that that will be imprinted in my mind I think forever but I wanted to thank Lloyd and take him on a night drive on our last night there and we were leaving from Crockbridge Bridge on this night drive so we get on and we were with a, a bunch of people that were wanting to stop for absolutely everything all of the impala all of the animals that you see on the regular but I was just going to say to myself enjoy this don't worry about what we're stopping for we're just here to enjoy this and just enjoy everything and we had one more day to find our cheetah because we had not seen a cheetah and on this night drive, I said to Lloyd, I was like, you know what? 
because the sun was about to set and cheetah are not nocturnal animals. So I said to Lloyd, I was like, okay, babe, we're probably only going to see our cheetah tomorrow because I knew we would see one. And I detached from the outcome, but we're probably not going to see her tonight. And as I, before I had even finished saying that statement, lo and behold, the lady next to us starts screaming, cheetah, 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 cheetah. And this cheetah was so smart. It had taken an opportunity that was presented to it. So we were driving and it used the sound of our van because the night drive vehicles are quite loud and quite noisy. And this cheetah had used the sound of our game vehicle to mask her stalking an impala that she was able to take down right in front of us. So we saw a cheetah take down an impala right in front of us. Now, Lloyd and his family have been going to the bush for years and years and years and have never seen a cheetah kill ever. So this was beyond mind-blowing and it was just incredible to see how nature had also used inspired action to find her food. She had used the sound of the van to mask the noise of her stalking so that she could get to the impala and the takedown was super, super quick. She was so agile, so quick. There was no pain involved with this animal. It was super, super fast. And just to witness this and to witness how animals also take inspired action into consideration, it was just another reminder that these universal laws that I talk about, they are always in play. And if you know how to use them, it can bring you great success in anything that you are wanting to achieve. So this whole trip truly learned that well truly taught me how to co-create with the universe how when you get super clear you get onto the right vibration and you have fun with it you can co-create with the universe and the experience that Lloyd and I had like I don't even think that this podcast puts into words the breakthroughs and the profound moments I had because there were so many but my my giveaway to you is that I want you to just take a moment to stop and look around you, to stop and look at what is around you and to take inventory of the amazing lessons that you can learn from nature, the amazing abundance that is all around you in nature, because everything, everything in our external reality is a direct reflection of what is going on in our internal worlds and if we can fix our internal worlds and if we can be on the right vibration and if we can do all of this co-creating the things that we want in life will magically manifest but you have to again take inspired action and you have to work on yourself to make sure that your vibrational alignments is working for you and the universe the universe will always give you exactly what you need And everything will coincide with what needs to happen. So I hope that this podcast episode has taught you something about co-creating with the universe. And if you do want to know more about the universal laws, we have a short course in it that will teach you everything you need to know about each one of the laws. And I hope that you are following us at Mind Your Hero on Instagram, because over the next few days, we are going to be posting up the lessons I have learned through nature, and I'll be explaining each of the laws in depth through our Instagram account. So if you've enjoyed this episode, if you've taken away something, 
please let us know by tagging us at Mind Your Hero and sharing it on your Instagram stories or social media. I cannot wait to bring more content to you. And if you do want us to talk about any specific topic, please let us know what you would like us to talk about because I have lots planned for you and so many incredible lessons that I have learned along the way. But if there are any topics, please let us know. I'd love to serve you and give you information that you are looking for or searching for. So I will see you in our next podcast episode. And thank you for tuning in. I know it has been a while, like I said before, but thank you. Thank you for allowing me to take the space to learn, to evolve, to grow, and now to give back even more to you guys. I'm so excited for what's to come. Don't forget to tag us in your stories and I'll chat to you soon. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, We wish you a magic-filled week.